Saturday Omaha. Eat this. I didn't think our listeners would want to listen to me with full-on mind acoustics for the duration of the episode. No problem. All right, let's get this thing going. This episode is a bit unique. I suppose they all are, but uh, there's been some major happenings in Fatterday Omaha land, and some things I've wanted to talk about for a while. So tuck in those napkins, and let's talk about those very things. Last year, our podcast was added to Herdat Media. You know, a Huda Media Production. And they have been great partners in helping us publish the podcast. And we used the studio for an excellent food recognized food episode. You know, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I would tear that. You think so? I, I'm going to try to get the tab open here. Maybe if I'm lucky. And oh. it just, I just totally frosting. Studio yes. engineer, do we, do we have napkins around here? I, I don't know. Um, this, this is beautiful. There was like a literal cake explosion. I'll take a Kleenex. That's, yeah. I, that's, that's fine. I yeah. thought about this. When I, I sell couple cake, Thank which you. I brought you the cup yes. so you could cut and place in there. I sell it and I always, oh. I never include a napkin because when people buy it that way, oh my gosh, that exploded onto your face. That, that, is, that is hilarious. <laughs> also, if you were wondering, yes, the actual frosting flew out of the box due to my attempt at opening the box carefully so that I could reuse it later. Uh, I, I didn't listen to Stacy on the, the method to open that box. And Cam, our Herdat engineer, did indeed bring over some tissues to wipe up the mess I had made on my own face. Anyway, they've been great and even connected us with film streams to do our giveaway on tickets for the Anthony Bourdain movie Roadrunner. By the way, it's still running through August 5th if you want to check it out. We are very honored to be brought on to the Herdat group, and it made my hungry little, little, uh, anyway, tummy warm that Herdat liked what they heard, and that our production and content were something they wanted to add to their suite of shows. Well, something new has happened again. Our show, which will be three years old on our official Saturday birthday, September 1st, is adding radio to our growth. The Saturday Omaha podcast will become the Saturday Omaha show. 
available Saturdays at 2 p.m. on 91.5 KIOS-FM in Omaha. I'm very excited about this, flattered and honored. Besides eating all of this tasty food, there's a lot of coordination and work behind the scenes that happens. Much like the restaurants we get food from, there's a lot more involved than just boom, and it's a show, or boom, it's a meal. My goal is that the time spent with us is well-spent, interesting, and informative. Carrying this to the FM airwaves is exciting, and the Fatterday commitment to the listener will continue. You'll be able to continue to get our podcast, or you can listen on Saturdays via your car radio, maybe even both. You can also ask your smart speaker to play 91.5 FM KIOS Omaha, or however you like to listen to us. We'll continue to do our Food Recognized Food series. In fact, there's one coming up soon that I hope you'll listen to. And we'll continue to collaborate with local events like Taste of Omaha and other local people. So there are some big announcements. What else are we going to talk about in my Inside Inside the the mind? Mind? Well, for a while now, I've been wanting to revisit a few places that needed revisiting. We've been doing this for almost three years, and the show has continued to evolve. And I personally have learned much from many people in and around this wonderful service industry that dedicates their day to making both my meal and yours. A few things of note. On the Restaurant Tales podcast, Zach, Emily, and Brady of Behind the Menu, which is a fun listen, unfiltered discussion about the industry, um, they had a guest, Mary Peterson. She's the pastry chef at the Boiler Room, and she said something important. She said, we're here and ready to present at the restaurant because you might walk in the door. We're here and ready to present because you might walk in the door. That's pretty heavy. No one has to walk in the door. The people are there. The staff is there because they want to serve you and create a pleasant dining experience for you. Emily said on a different episode, she mentioned that if you do have an issue, please talk to your server, kindly of course, and give them a chance to make it right. Nick of Yo Muchacho, when we talked to him, said simply, reach out to the people, give us a chance to make it better, and love on your restaurants. This is something that the Omaha Food Lovers Group talks a lot about as well. There is something wrong, talk to the restaurant, talk to your server, talk to the manager or the owner. Also, a statement Chef Kevin Shin stated on another one of our Food Recognized Food episodes when looking at food and reviewing food was, if you have an issue, make sure you see Is it your preference, or is it a problem with preparation? If the chili was too spicy, that's your preference. You might like less heat. Now, if your bowl of chili has a used toothpick in it, uh, that's different, and that's when you need to talk to your server. Or heck, in both cases, if it was way too spicy, ask your server if you can get a different soup or dish. Also, remember, you don't know what type of day these folks had. Assume positive intent. Maybe they had a real bad day. You know your server is going to have to put on their best to help you have a good day, even if you're grumpy coming in the door. Help them out as well. Side note, it's also been amazing learning about the thin profit margins for restaurants and their pay scales. Uh, That's unrelated here, but uh, it has been an intriguing fact for me. I'm just talking about treating people nicely and giving them a good chance to keep you happy. Last item on this list, if the restaurant is just opening, cut them a big amount of slack. Give them at least a month or two to get rolling and get the staff trained before you make your final evaluation. While I'm on my soapbox, I'd like to let you in on some Fatterday Omaha ethos. Besides all the puns, sketches, humor, 
portmanteaus and saying gravy in a Frampton voice. We want to bring you good food. Your time could be put elsewhere and you choose to listen to us. We want to give you awesome options for whatever your version of Fatterday is. Even when we rate a restaurant on the Frampton scale or mention a dish that maybe didn't hit all the marks, we still want you to try the place. We're not going to talk to you for an hour about a place you shouldn't go to. In fact, the three of us went to a place a while back that none of us would recommend, at the time at least. And, you know, where was it? I'm not going to tell you. We talked and we decided not to do an episode because we're not here to trash a place. I've also refrained from posting pictures on our social media from places I have eaten at, but would not personally recommend for your adventures. Where are those pictures? What are those places? What are those things? Guess what? I'm not telling you either. What I'm promising you is that the restaurants we tell you about and that we share are worth your time. Wow. Okay, that was a lot. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Uh, you came here to listen to me, us, Saturday, talk about some food. You know, share with someone who's hungry, right? So I wanted to do an episode where I revisited some dishes that didn't work out so well for me and give them a second try, or maybe a third. So here we go. Let's start with Sinful Burger. Sinful has been a bit of uh, a bit a part of Saturday history. We've had a few meals there where we've encountered some issues. We've always felt that this restaurant should be amazing, as the concept of fun burgers is great, the menu is incredible, it's interesting, and heck, they have a burger with cheese sandwiches instead of buns. We made a third visit, and the episode ended with us stating we would indeed go back even after the missteps. Since that episode, some things have happened. There has been a change of ownership, and I've been back twice now. The owners are committed to making the meal right. So let me tell you about my last visit. First, I ordered online. I wanted to try the Sinful Patty, which is an upgrade on most burgers, to a Juicy Lucy-style patty, so cheese stuffed in the middle of the burger. I got some bacon on there, and I made the order happen. The seasoning on the patty was a sticking point for me in the past. This is a preference thing. It's their signature flavor. Well, this time it has that seasoning, but it wasn't overpowering, so it was just fine. If you're a fan of how King Kong and Omaha seasons their heroes, this might remind you of that, but a little bit less pronounced. That sinful patty cooked just right. Not burnt, not crunchy, and it had the juiciest of luciest centers ever. Perfect. In fact, a huge uh, bolt of cheese shot out of this patty. The fries were on point, the bacon was crisp, and the onion rings were great too. Customer service was also good. Danny called me to let me know my order was ready. They have a drive through for pickup. And my service there was good also. The food was solid all the way. Like I said, cheese shot out on my tasty burger. And my to-go box? Well, it got all the way cleaned out for me. Excellent visit to Sinful. And it's back on the map for a full Saturday revisit. Next up, let's talk about Early Bird. Sam and I love the French Dost. Um, something he deemed a luxury item as it was indeed a dollar a bite when ordered a la carte. It's a half a donut, dipped and cooked like French toast. I mean, excellent concept, right? The other item, besides the bacon flight from the episode, of note for me was the biscuits and gravy. Both my biscuits and gravy were way too salty that day, and I love salt. And the other item was the chicken strips. I had one perfect one and one that was mushy and floury, so I don't think they fried that one quite right. The episode was a long time ago. Um... And full confession, I didn't talk to the server at the time, and I should have. That said, um, 
they still made it on the Frampton scale for me, which makes it a fatter day destination. And that said, I've been wanting to go back and give these same dishes another try. So I did. The French toast, still a luxury item, still freaking tasty. Hot battered donut with maple syrup. Yup, it's just dang good. It's a dollar a bite. Get it. Try it. So let's talk about turkey. Okay, chicken. It seems like they changed the batter since the last podcast episode. This time around, cooked fine. Oh, and uh, gravy for dipping? It's a win. And even better with a runny, over-medium egg. The gravy has an herbal, rosemary, and thyme profile. And speaking of gravy, uh, let's talk about biscuits and gravy. Was this preference or preparation? Well, my second visit yielded a delicious biscuits and gravy. While the salt is a noted component, and I would say it's turned up a little bit, it was not over salty. So this revisit was definitely successful. So thank you, Early Bird, for just hitting all the notes on my second visit on preparation and how things should be. The last thing I'd like to talk about is Burger Eam, also known as Burger I.M. This episode yielded one of the most fun sketches we've done on the show with Sam on a jungle military mission. Uh, let's take a listen to that. It's a good one. Warning, the following may contain sounds that trigger medical conditions. Previously on Saturday, Omaha. You want me to eat 16 burgers? No, not alone, buddy. Not alone. <laughs> We're in this together. We're in this together. Oh, look, look at us. Look at you. Look at me. We are very ginormous, intimidating men. Get your combat boots on. Get your, get your bayonet sharp. We're going to the trenches, bro. Shing. Question of my dedication, but then I use the metaphor of man. If I was, if I was in the Congo. <laughs> and the uh, local regime was after me, and uh -huh. my arm got shot off. Uh -huh. I look at my arm, and I'm like, oh man, my arm's on the ground, but there's the <laughs> helicopter. I, I lo do I stay and get sad that I lost my arm, or get do I go? Do I go for the chopper, bro? Yeah, I pick my arm up, I stick that burger yeah. in my mouth, and I go for the chopper. <laughs> so I did. I went for burger eight. Yeah, yeah. you kind of grabbed the, the chopper with your good arm, and then somehow, like, I think you took your foot and, and put your toe under your, your arm that fell off and kicked it into the chopper as you swung in there. Like, it was it was nice. Question of my dedication. Not alone, buddy. Not alone. <laughs> We're in this together. We're in this together. Dedication. And he did not let me down. It's a question of my dedication. A inflatable pool full of relish. Not alone, buddy. Not alone. <laughs> We're in this together. We're in this together. My dedication. 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 Okay, back again after the sketch. Why am I back here? Well, I think I got this a little wrong. There was a lot of mental prep for this, excitement about the land of tiny burgers coming to Omaha, but I should have looked at it as a fast food place, kind of somewhere between a Hardee's and a Chipotle. In the episode, I made some suggestions on how things might go together differently, and after that episode, I did indeed go back to try my theories with the custom order. Even with that, it really didn't hit the mark for me. That said, it's been a long time since those burger runs. So today, today being the day I'm preparing this episode, I went back and had quite an unexpected experience. First, upon entering Burger Eam, it looks like they're remodeling. And it was very empty and not quite as flashy as I remember it. So I talked to the gentleman behind the counter to inquire what was up. And he said they were indeed looking to remodel. 
He was then in the back preparing my burgers to order. I got an Angus beef, cowboy style, so barbecue and onion ring. The second burger in the old Burger Eam world would have been called merguez style, but the menu looked way different now, and it's now called Spanish style, so that's what I got. So I got Spanish patty classic style, so typically your lettuce, tomato, that type of thing. So what did I get? All right, so two three-ounce burgers at $6.99 for the pair, and they were being prepared. For reference, a Stella's six-and-a-half-ounce cheeseburger is about six bucks, and in this case, I was getting two different preparations. I posed another question to the person preparing my burger and mentioned it looked like things were uh, changing at Burgerim. He then let me in on some information. Sounds like Burgerim is being phased out and will be reborn as a locally owned full-size burger location versus the franchise slider spot. So keep your eyes open late this year or early 2022 in the Capital District to see what happens. The question is then, how are my burgers? Well, I don't know if this new locally owned crew changed things or what is occurring, but these were tasty. First, a Burger Holder Plus, toasted and soft where it needed to be. The patties did feel a little dense, but they were tasty, and the Spanish beef, formerly merguez, definitely had a nice seasoning component. You could actually taste it this time, which is good. Oh, and the onion ring was good too, on the Angus cowboy style. I had already dined a few places this Saturday, so I didn't finish all of them, but I kind of wanted to. I'm hoping the folks managing this location and turning it into a local burger spot do something wonderful at 12th and Capitol in downtown Omaha. So on this, what an unexpected turn at this spot. Uh, I was very pleased. I, I really wasn't expecting to be, and I sure was. Okay, thanks for hanging out in my mind for this episode and listening to some of my revisits. And remember, be kind to your restaurant staff, talk to them if you have an issue, and remember to give folks another chance and check in on them. So just me this week. So, uh, I'm Dave. I'm Dave's mind. And we'll see you next time on Fatterday Omaha. Please share this with someone who's hungry. And, uh, Dave, what do we tell them? Eat this. That's right. Take care, y'all. Please keep listening. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now on 91.5 FM KIOS, starting August 7th. Bye-bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Oh, hey, Dave's Mike here again. You know, it's kind of random in here every once in a while. So uh, maybe we can uh, add that to this episode. So it's, it's not over quite yet. So uh, here's, some, here's some book recommendations. Uh, yeah, that's right, book recommendations. Uh, first of all, a, uh, two cookbooks for you. One is the Complete America's Test Kitchen TV show cookbook. This thing usually runs about 20 bucks, and uh, you can find it on ATK's America's Test Kitchen website. I think you can also order it from Amazon. Uh, these are basic dishes of just about every type. There's meats and appetizers and soups and all sorts of things um, of kind of some, uh, maybe some classic favorites that uh, maybe you want to try yourself. Um, even just, you know, making some basic uh, pizzas or searing steaks and uh, even some drinks. 
Another one is Jet Tila's book, 101 Asian Dishes to Cook Before You Die. This book is awesome. If you want to make pad thai, you want to make pad siu, you want to make drunken noodles, pad krapao, it's all in here. And he gives you some good guidelines on what you need in your pantry to make them. And uh, he will make you think that you can cook these delicious Asian dishes. And uh, you can. And they taste awesome. So kind of a fun thing to give a try. Another one to check out is a book called Setting the Table by Danny Meyer. Uh, Large-scale restaurateur. Uh, just kind of has a good attitude on how to put a business together and also the restaurant business. So check that one out. And of course, Bread and Cup by Chef Kevin Shin, a Nebraska chef uh, out of Lincoln. And uh, we've talked about this book on the show before. You can uh, check his website, 55degrees.us, and order it there. And uh, check him out, Chef Kevin Shin. So there you go. What about all those places that you talked about in the episode? Where can people find them? You didn't tell anybody where they were. Oh, yeah. Well, Burger Eam is at 225 North 12th Street, number 130, Omaha, Nebraska, 68102. Early Bird actually has two locations, but uh, the one that we talked about here is at 3824 Farnham Street, Suite 120, Omaha, Nebraska, 68131. And Sinful Burger in the close little hamlet of Bellevue at 4005 Twin Creek Drive, number 101, uh, 68123. Good solid zip code, right? And the exploding cake episode? Well, that was, of course, Buttered Marshmallow when we talked to Stacy Like. Uh, find her, find the Buttered Marshmallow on Facebook and Instagram and try a cake. They are delicious. Okay. I suppose that's enough randomness and being stuck inside of Dave's mind. So we will actually sign off this time. And again, thanks for eating with us. Share us with somebody who's hungry, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. A Huda Media Production.